0: Hi everyone, I'm Daryl. And I'm Inka. And this podcast is brought to you by Mora. The home of the most flavoursome pre-ordered meals, delivered right to your door. The Seasoning Podcast is a space where you can taste the delicious food, with the stories of your favourite local cooks. Every episode will focus on what it takes to enjoy cooking as much as you do. It.
1: journal every three days and that's really bad I can't remember maybe I had a really really good lesson with some of my students actually that was a highlight of this week so far seeing my grandma what a part of the errand that I had to run was seeing my grandma we had a lovely chat yesterday so that was nice <laughs> so,
0: when it comes to teaching be honest do teachers have a preference with year groups students and um, classes.
1: yes 100 there's preferences even with students but I have taught in primary and secondary and now 16 plus. And genuinely I have, there's pros and cons in all. Like I loved certain aspects of some, hate some of others, but it kind of, they all, it kind of balances out anyway. So it's fine. Okay. I think when I was in secondary, year nine was from hell. <laughs> I, you probably remember, I remember when I was in year nine, like, I was just a horrible kid. I feel like year nine, they have nothing. They have no fear, nothing to lose. So yeah, year nine is, is hard.
0: Do you know what that year nine is? That's the beginning. That's the year, because you finished seven and eight. You're yeah, not, you're not you're
1: you know, not a newbie anymore.
0: Yeah, and it's that puberty season. Right. Year nine. Puberty,
1: kind of... no major risk because you're not doing your GCSE. You can mm. come in and kind of mess about. Like it's just, yeah, year nine
0: is. So it's like, it's the beginning. That's when they start getting gassed. That's the year yeah. when kids
1: Very gassed Yeah They're funny But yeah no year nine, is, year 9 is hard No one takes anything seriously And you know You can see through it as well I'm Like you know When you're in school And people And your teacher's saying Oh like The way you at now Is going to affect you Getting into a uni And things like that And year 9 don't care Like you, you don't care You know i say tell nine, your 9 is awful
0: Do you feel like When we step into adulthood Do you feel like We get out of touch With our younger self Like and I mean like We reminisce and we, you know, when we think of like secondary school, we think of all the funny times. Do you feel like we get out of touch of our younger self?
1: Yes. If you don't make an effort to be around young people, I think. So that's why I'm so grateful for my profession. And I can be around them all the time because there's, I don't know, it keeps me alive. And I know my friends would probably attest that as well. When I tell them stories and things like that, they're dying. And they're like, oh, gosh, like I haven't been around kids in ages. Like I actually miss, you know. I feel like it's natural for you to get out of touch with, with it. Because, yeah, adulthood is very different to being a child, isn't it? it? It feels different. And I think it also depends on personalities as well. I feel like some people naturally have more youth, more a youthful personality than others. And so they might find it easier to stay in touch. Others don't.
0: Here we are on another episode of The Seasoning Podcast. I'm your host, Dara, and I'm joined with the amazing Priscilla. If I keep on going with these, this intro, we're going to be here all day. But she is the cook of my Caribbean kitchen. She's the one, the only Priscilla. How are you doing?
1: I am very well, Dara. Thank you for having me.
0: Like I was, I was listening to um, a Radio 1 interview, Stormzy. And yeah. He just dropped his new song and then he was saying he's going to drop an album soon. He was saying how he came off socials, right?
1: Yeah.
0: To uh, all of it. And he was saying how the I think, I can't remember. the host must have asked him, do you or like, how did you feel when you came off socials? Like, yeah, was it like Stormzy was like it was refreshing for him because he was just able to like, clear his mind, no yeah. distractions, just concentrate okay. on music. And then he was like, I don't want to be that old uncle. <laughs> but because the, the the host was like oh should we do the same like should we have that social media cleanse yeah, yeah I don't want to be that uncle but I think it's helpful so,
1: 110
0: I feel like it is this part of us getting older are we slowly becoming our uncles like what's the?
1: You, you know what we probably are sometimes when I'm working with the kids and I, I'm speaking I'm like you guys can't put your phones down I'm thinking Priscilla Who are you? Like, you sound like your mum. Like, it's crazy. But genuinely, I feel like when you get older, you can see things like that more objectively. Things that mean so much when you're in school. You not replying to a Snapchat message from your mate or the group chat means life or death when you're in school. Like, you being told not that you put it down and reply to it later. It's like, no, but it needs to be done now. When you're older, there's so much other things that kind of take over, doesn't it? So you kind of just like, I don't know, you see things more objectively, I feel like. If that means that we're turning into aunts and uncles, we are. I guess we are.
0: What I'm hearing is life comes at you fast.
1: 110%. Oh, I'm turning 25. I'm going to be 25 on Monday.
0: Are you serious?
1: <laughs> like, pardon? You serious? I'm going to be 25 on Monday. This is my last week of being 24. Life has come at me very fast. Like, so fast.
0: What's, uh, what's the plans?
1: Five? Yeah. I... If, if you're
0: doing anything, that is.
1: Yes. Well, I'm going to be in Jamaica with my friend. I just want to chill out. It's been a rough early 20s. Yeah, let me just say that. So, yeah, I'm just yes. going to chill out with my friends.
0: Oh, uh, nice, nice. Is this first overseas? Have you done, do you usually do overseas birthdays?
1: Well, my mum was telling me that I turned seven in Jamaica, so no. But I went to Milan. Sorry, I don't know why that's it. the name of the country, the name of the place dipped my mind. I went to Milan for my 20, 23rd, yeah. In 2020, during the pandemic, actually, I managed to slip out.
0: Okay, cool. So, yeah, we'll mute that; no one catches you. But now, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, yeah, we're loud. We're I'm loud. loud. You, yeah, we're loud. I'm I'm low key. <laughs> I'm Joe. <laughs> now I'm saying that because I'm low-key, Joe right now. I didn't go anywhere in pandemic. I didn't go anywhere. So
1: there were like little <laughs> openings where they kind of like where restrictions relaxed sometimes. Yeah. So mine was. I managed to go away in the summer, I think just as restrictions had been lifted, mm-hmm. and then in October again restrictions had been lifted and then straight after went back down. So yeah, I was fortunate. I've yeah. been away since.
0: Ah, uh, and then you're going Jamaica, like right around the corner. With everything going on right now, cost of living, I'm hiking Joe right now. <laughs> We're gonna do some icebreakers. Priscilla from my Caribbean kitchen. Cooking for one or cooking for two?
1: Two, hundred percent.
0: Cooking for two or cooking for 10? 10. What seasoning do you use most in your cupboard right now?
1: Right now, time. Time? Yeah, it varies, it varies, but I say time. I
0: am going to say that's a. Oh. That's the go-to option.
1: That is, at the moment, yeah. All nutmeg at the moment.
0: Time on nutmeg. You have one meal to eat for the rest of your life. My Caribbean kitchen,
1: oh. what are you choosing? Curry goat.
0: Ooh, that's strong. Curry goat. Very strong.
1: The more I think about it, I might change my mind, but right now it's curry goat,
0: 100%. Right now, okay, what's the the other potentials? If curry goat was out of stock, what's the other potentials?
1: If curry goat was out of stock, God forbid, I would then go for an Arabiata. If an Arabiata was out of stock, it would probably be a roast dinner. My parents would be
0: so disappointed in me, but yeah. Roast dinner never fails.
1: It doesn't, does it? Every time I have it, I'm shocked. I'm like the flavors in this is just brilliant. Like the crispy potato, it's just amazing. Has to be my top three.
0: Roast dinner is like, is like the rice and stew of the UK.
1: Right. If you don't like a roast dinner, I don't know if I could trust you. You
0: know. I'll be fishy with you. No,
1: Hundred percent.
0: Tell me, what food can you live without?
1: Oh, sweet and sour chicken.
0: Totally massive. You might be, you might be upsetting a few people with that one. You know. I know. No. I already have.
1: No. I already have, but I could definitely live without sweet and sour chicken. I could also potentially live without corn beef. Not potentially. I could live without corn beef. I think I'd live a really happy life without corn beef and Kalaloon.
0: Okay. Yeah. With sweet and sour, it it reminds me of apple crumble. When there's too much apple, it's I not the same. Yeah. yeah. need More crumble.
1: But what sweet. do you think about the sweet and sour?
0: When there's too much sweet and sour.
1: But then Like do you
0: order it, It's it, the container is just like 90% sweet and sour. Right, I, I know what you
1: mean. I know what you mean. The, the ratio between the rice and the meat has to be on point. If it's not, then it's like, yeah, but now I need about six gallons of water. If, if there's more rice, then you kind of want more. I know what you mean. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I feel like whenever I have it, there's too much of the sweet and sour.
0: Because when the meal turns into like a soup, that's when you know there's a bit too much sweet and sour. Yeah, I agree. You with me? I am. I had to slowly bring it back because some of the yeah. are gonna be. Out. Yeah. Yeah, it's when there's too much,
1: that's it. That's it.
0: So tell me, what's your definition of good food?
1: My definition of good food would be fresh ingredients where possible. Something that just tastes like intention was put into making it. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be made with love but intention. I think you can taste an intentional meal and you can taste a meal that has just been thrown together, kind of slapdash.
0: Okay, so that makes all the difference.
1: A hundred percent. My favorite cuisine is Italian, to eat, not to cook. And I feel like it's not all of the dishes require like as many seasons as we might use as like West Indians or Africans. However, you can taste it, it's intentional, you know why the anchovies are in there you know what you know what i mean i don't know it just tastes intentional okay um,
0: i think i got you on that makes sense okay. lastly describe my caribbean kitchen in three words
1: oh intentional wholesome and yummy
0: that last one was sneaky why because <laughs> yummy, yummy never fails
1: Yummy, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go with it at first,
0: but I thought it actually is yummy, so I'm going to say it, it is. Yeah, I'm with you on that yeah. one, with you on that one. And it's a pleasure to have you here, my Caribbean kitchen. So you were saying, you know, when it comes to cuisine, you were saying that Italian food isn't your favourite food to cook. Shed some more light on that. You said it's your favourite food to eat, but not your favourite food to cook.
1: You know what, I've never been a massive fan of, cause I'm not Italian, and this might sound controversial and no, this is nothing against anyone that cooks foods that might not be their national dishes or anything. But I think cause I'm not Italian, I improvise a lot. When I cook Italian food, I don't always go completely by the book. I might not have every single ingredient needed, or you know, I didn't grow up with an Italian mum teaching me how to make a, a lasagna. So that's why it's not my favourite food to cook, because I don't know if I'm... I I don't know, it doesn't ever taste to me exactly like authentic Italian food, So I'd say that's that's probably why.
0: Okay. I love it. I think it didn't dawn on me truly how... My first guess is that the country at which the cuisine is, is where you would taste the best of that cuisine, right?
1: 110% of course.
0: So it didn't strike me as that being the case, so I didn't hit home until I started to see Nigerian cuisine on the likes of Ooh. let's say bbc.co.uk right okay.
1: and then i saw
0: their method and then i'm yeah. like okay yeah i see right the difference your mum's
1: pulling her hair out mm. looking, kidding me you're using that yeah a hundred percent that is the thing isn't it it's like i'll go for example to well i don't really but if i was to go to like a West indian takeaway i don't know i might be more picky with some of the foods than my friends but i remember i went to a restaurant um So I'm half Ghanaian, half Jamaican. And I went to a African restaurant in the city with some of my friends who are fully Ghanaian. And I so I grew up eating Jamaican food because obviously my mum was the main person cooking at home. And we had, I think it was a guy, it was some guy, me and Dish, and I was thinking, this is absolutely delicious. This is lovely, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. And my friends were absolutely livid at me and at the food, because they're thinking, this is not authentic, this is wrong, this is wrong. So yeah, it, honestly, what you're used to, and if you've grown up and eating the authentic thing, you can 100% tell when it's been improvised.
0: Do you know what? Someone said, I saw a TikTok online, Recently, yeah. And someone said something on it and it, it never registered with me until they said it. They said, when you're ordering on the likes of, let's say you're ordering online food, Uber Eats, Just Eat, wherever. yeah, And then you check the reviews of that restaurant. Yeah. That you should never order from the restaurant that has a five-star rating. Wow, well,
1: this is the fact, I've never heard that before. And what was the reason?
0: That it should be somewhere between... 3.5 and 4. That range is the best Why?
1: range. Why? They just usually have the best taste of food.
0: Because, so the analogy you you were giving just now and the analogy I was given of, like, you know, seeing the cuisine on another website that isn't of the origin of the, that cuisine. So right. okay. everyone's reviews are likely, well, not likely, but they may be from people that aren't of Outside. the nationality of that cuisine. Got
1: you, got you. Right, okay. So, so it's like, yeah, Domino's is probably like five stars, but none of those people are Italian.
0: Yeah, that, you so, mean like that. exactly. So in the same way that you had rated that food as amazing, but your friends are yeah. like, no, that's the same what yeah. we should take when yeah. we are looking at food online.
1: Right. I will be paying attention to that then. hundred percent.
0: I, feel, oh, I feel like there should be a disclaimer at the bottom though Take it with a pinch of salt <laughs> Because it, be it can, salt, it can yeah. go well
1: Well I need to know the, like, the demographic. I need to know who is rating this a 5 star It's an Italian restaurant and we've got Giuseppe rating it a 5 star, I'm going But yeah. if this Sarah from that, you know I'm probably not, yeah, yeah. 100% I like that, I'm going to be keeping yeah. an eye out
0: Food for thought, right? Food for thought
1: Food for
0: thought, 100 So you were talking about uh, family You were saying grandma, right? Grandma, yes. in grandma was the highlight of your past week. Yes. Tell me more about that. What happened?
1: We went and we, I had a chat. My grandma, I've grown up with my grandma, been very close to her my whole life. This is my mum's mum. And yeah, she's just my mate, really. She just was, yeah, chatting. We had a little, not argument, but a little disagreement in the middle of the chat. We went back to having a nice chat. Yeah, I don't know. We just get on. It's, it's relaxed, isn't it? You just, yeah, she's like my second mum. She's raised me. So yeah, it was lovely seeing her and she was dropping some gems as well, actually. I dro- She said something that um, resonated with me. I wrote it down in my notes. I can't remember what it was now. It obviously, it didn't resonate that much. <laughs> She's a very wise lady.
0: Yeah. Are you going to drop that gem for us? Or when I find
1: it? I wrote it in my notes. Definitely. Let me find it. Because I thought, oh, grand. She said... There's plenty in this thing to learn, but you have to really believe in God and care less what them have to say if you believe in God. That's what she said, my grandma, twenty twenty two.
0: I feel like all that's left is for that to be a broadcast,
1: right? <laughs>
0: that needs to be on immediately. I
1: know. Yeah, no, she was just she was talking about something, and she just said, "Yeah, there's plenty in this to learn, like in this life." Um, but the main thing, obviously, is that you need to believe in God and. If you believe in God, do
0: okay, care what they have to tell you. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Broadcast. What's that? Broadcast is pending. You know.
1: Yeah. We, type yeah we're
0: we're ready. we're ready. Yeah. You're mentioning that you're from half Ghanaian and yeah. Caribbean. So tell me more about how that's had an influence on what you do today. um How is that tied in? Have you drawn inspiration from growing up? And yeah, how has it all come about into what is My Caribbean Kitchen today? Has there been any influence like that?
1: Yeah, so my dad's from Ghana, my mom's from Jamaica. Usually, when I tell anyone that, they're like, okay, which side are you more of? And it, it's thrown me every time I've heard that question, even though I've heard it so many times now. Because my parents, they raised us very half-half. My dad's very Ghanaian, my mom's very Jamaican in her ways. Yeah, I feel like in terms of cooking... That's kind of shown up a little bit more. I cannot, to save my life, cook anything Ghanaian. However, just being in Ghana and being around my aunties and things like that, when they've been cooking, I picked tips and tricks that I kind of mix into my cooking now. One of them being sometimes, for example, if I feel like a, a dish is lacking in flavour, I'll cut up some extra onion and garlic and blend it and then add that into the stew or whatever it is that I'm making. It's not really a Jamaican thing to do. We brown our... Onion, brown our garlic, and let it cook with. We let it cook down. We don't blend. However, Ghanians blend a lot. There's a lot of ginger. And Jamaicans kind of do as well. So that kind of mixes together. But we're all one in the same. That's one thing I've learned as well. We're all one in the same. My um, Jamaican grandma has been to Ghana and has said same thing. Same thing, different different language. You know, really. My gra- I learned how to. My mum taught me how to cook, and my grandma, my Jamaican grandma, I cook Jamaican food.
0: So now that you've branched away what's your creative process when it's time for you to cook because you're mentioning that you would try and um, like you know explore and experiment what's your creative process what does that look like for you when you're preparing food for your customers?
1: I speak a lot to my friends and my family about things my mum's very creative so and she loves to cook and bake and things like that so she Gives me ideas. We both, my mum and I love Pinterest. So that's also our best friend. She'll send me little things. Have you seen this? Or have you seen that that some people do it in this way? Trinidadians cook it in this way. Jamaica's it, you know, things like that. My friends are also really, really, really a massive part of my creative process. They'll be like, Priscilla, oh my gosh, I'm creating this. Can you make this? Make it, try out the recipe a couple more times. And then the more I get used to it, I might add it onto a menu one week or things like that. Music is heavily involved in my creative process I feel like before I start cooking I have to put on reggae or raga or soca or something if I'm cooking a jamaican milk I just have to no I can't I don't listen to that music all the time but if I'm cooking I nine times out of ten will and then I'm just like yeah that's it let's get the time out let's get everything out now and yeah that helps
0: I saw a few of your top tens top yeah tens do that one do you I saw a few. <laughs> yeah, you're catching the vibe. It all makes Thank sense.
1: Thank
0: you. Now. It all makes Thank sense. Now. My
1: brother's playlist as well. My brother has some great of my playlist. Yeah, no, those are my those are my top songs to listen to. Um, when I'm cooking. I I have like a a playlist that I play that has all of those. Like I like a lot of old school stuff and 2000s dance hall. I like the songs that are going on at the minute, but I just I don't know all the dances, so I can't really bobs them properly. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, listen. The way even I've seen on TikTok, it's like there's a new dance every day.
1: Ever day. Every, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, every half an hour.
0: It's like when you just finish practicing one, it's like there's another one. It's like Kulosa yeah. now, and everyone's doing.
1: Yeah. That. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying
0: to, you. I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> I'm
1: trying. To keep I know up. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, I haven't caught up with all of the. The new kind of like, yeah, Jamaican songs, but
0: yeah. the
1: old school stuff, I'm with it.
0: Before we go, let's dip into your cuisine a little bit more. I've got one quick icebreaker for you. There's a predicament I'm in and I need your help. Right. You know, government, they're raising my stress levels. Okay. Right now, listen, my Caribbean kitchen, my head is hot right now. The government are just saying, it's, it's just a meltdown. Everyone's running up and down the street. It's like, there's just chaos in my area. And everyone is just frustrated, right? Listen, right. mum is still upset that I didn't take out the meat from the freezer like 20 years ago. Everything right. that's just happening It's just chaos. So I need your help. I need something to cool me down. I need something tasty on your menu. What are you cooking for me?
1: Something to cool you down. I definitely, first of all, recommend you'd, you to have a micro-kitchen punch. That'll start the cool offs. And then, hmm, probably a dumpling burger because I feel like it's, it's easy to eat and it's very, very yummy. You get like jerk flavors. You get a bit of plantain in there, cheese in there. I feel like it's a, yeah, it's a cool down meal. So I'm probably, that's probably a jerk dumpling burger. I don't sure. think a curry goat or an oxtail would really give you what you need. In that I'll time,
0: oh, there's options. There's, yeah, options. I, don't, I
1: don't I don't think that would be what you'd need in that time. I'd say it'd probably a dumpling burger, if not, oh, a dumpling
0: burger. burger. Well, okay, I'm swell for choices. You've just racked my brain because now I don't know what to do. You've given me the dumpling burger, but I want the oxtail. I think I want you to- want the to oxtail. Have it all, ah. I might have to have it all. <laughs> I might have to ditch one listen priscilla from my caribbean kitchen tell us where we can find you on socials what's the best place to reach out to you
1: we are on instagram at my Carid kitchen twitter at my carib kitchen tiktok at my carib kitchen and snapchat my carib kitchen
0: <laughs> see this is what i love when every social is the same it's just yeah. easy thank you for making yeah. it easy for us <laughs> no problem And on that note, without further ado, I've been your host, Dara. I've been joined with the lovely Priscilla from Maya Caribbean Kitchen, and we'll see you on the next episode.